0: Hey, mamas. Mrs. Claus is out there. How are you? This is episode 90. We're not calling you gray-haired, I promise. No, but this cute sweatshirt, does it say Mrs. Claus? It's Mama Claus. Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll start it over. Mrs. Claus is the visual image of an old lady with gray hair (laughs) and a long red dress. (laughs) Mama Claus is trendy with the times. I am so sorry. Bejeweled headband. Let's start it all over. Okay. Hey, Mama Claus. I love it. We hope that you are doing well. We are into this holiday season and all the things are happening and we want to talk about it. And so we're doing a little mini series for you this Christmas. This is episode 90 and it's called All Mom Wants for Christmas. And I thought about... um, When I thought about this, can you remember, see, some of these things I think of don't play well over audio, right? It would be better if we had a video to show. But every Christmas, the thing that cracks me up the most is, do you remember the SNL skit with Kristen Wiig and it's Christmas morning and all she gets is a robe? (laughs) Okay, I actually have seen that one. I was getting dejected because I was like, I'm not going to know this in the bubble, but I know this one. And she has that cute little song about it. And I got this robe. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Because they're all opening, you know, they get... Somebody gets a truck, and then he gets a baseball bat, and then the little girl, and and I got a robe. (laughs) (laughs) We need to post that on our social, because it's like so much, right? Yes, And I think it just depicts so beautifully, like moms, I mean, you know, because we're we're doing everything for everyone else, right? We're buying for everyone else. We're making sure everyone else has what they need. Um, And it really becomes, you know, so much about everyone else to the point that, Don't you think that so many of us on December 26th wake up feeling, like, bitter, resentful? It's like Mother's Day all over again. (laughs) Angry, broke. Yes, yes. You know, and it's like, what are we doing? And so Rebecca and I just want to take the chance to kind of be like, okay, out of the gate, it's the beginning of December. We have the opportunity here to do this thing right So that when we hit December (laughs) 26th, we're actually happy. We can wake up and be like, yo, that was great. (laughs) Mama Claus did it. She got things she wanted. Because she bought them herself. Yes, girl. We did not go over the top. (laughs) Like we kept things in perspective. We celebrated Jesus. I feel like these are big dreams. We got some big dreams. Okay, girl. But listen, we are the pace setters in our homes. Like, by and large, we are the ones saying this is what's important in our home. This is what we're willing to do, what we're not willing to do. We're the tradition makers, the memory setters, right? And if that's the case, then, girl, if you are leading that in your home, then let's lead well and do it right. Anybody feel like we're in a locker room? I feel like (laughs) we are getting the talk. I'm about ready to go out on that field and hit somebody. Let's do this. Because I'm feeling it myself where I start to get in a frenzy of, like, Oh, I need all new ornaments. I can't do the same tree this way anymore. <laughs> I saw this really cute one on whatever, and so I need to do a tree like that. So I'm going to go now and buy a whole okay, new set of, of which, ornaments. Speaking of you told me you were going to get ornaments the other day. Did you go get them? I did. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, that was out of – actually, that was a pure motivation because – so typically, you guys – I lo- I actually really love Christmas. I love decorating for Christmas. There's so many things about it that I really love. So as a little girl, I remember – so I worked in this um, – well, as a young teenager, I worked in a cute little shop, and at Christmas, we sold Christopher Radko ornaments, and at the time, they weren't, like, now they're a little more mainstream. You can find them more places, but they're very special, and they're usually, it's like $30 an ornament. You know, they're yes. very pricey. Aren't they the glass, and they're, they're like, hand-blown glass? Hand-blown glass, glass, yes. Okay. And so, but as a 15-year-old, I started collecting them, so I have my ones. Because you had the discount. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I remember my mom got me this first little, it was a little Hawaiian Santa, you know, and it was probably, I'm holding up maybe like three inches big and it was probably $25 for this little, you know, that was my very first one. I still have it. So I'm 40. So that was 20, 25? 25. Yes. Good. Wow. That hurts a little bit. No, you said you're 40. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I have these two huge totes. And then my, my grandmother passed away recently. That was the other thing that got me into it because I she always had the most gorgeous Christmas tree. And they were filled with Christopher Radko ornaments. And I remember saying, you know, I, I would love to have those someday. Like that was what I wanted from her. Yes. Not anything else. That's what I wanted. And then she would sometimes send me them. Um, and anyway, so I have two huge totes. But these, these Radko ornaments, they're in individual boxes. Yes. They have these wrapping on them. Like, you don't like put them in, like, a. I don't know. They're not shatterproof. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, getting them down, taking everyone out of the individual box. You're like, kids do not touch. They're not allowed to touch. Nobody's touching these ornaments. Sometimes it's a beautiful, like, I love it. Like, I open each one and I'm like, I remember who gave this to me. I remember, you know, and I write on the boxes, where, who gave it to me, when I got it, blah, blah, blah. But this year, I just started a new job a few weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? To be honest, that is not something it takes me hours to get them out. Yes. So I was like, I'm not going to do that to myself. So I went to the at home store. I spent $58 and I bought all shatterproof balls. I came home and I didn't even put hooks on them. I just stuffed them in the tree. Okay. That's a new thing. I'm watching all these people stuff their balls in the tree. Stuff your balls. So your tree must be super fluffy. I don't think my trees that fluffy. I got big. They're bigger. Oh, they're bigger. Okay. I'm like, how are these things staying in people's trees? They're bigger. Okay. And they're shatterproof. So like, if it falls off, it's like mm, NBD. If? It's gonna bounce. Mm-hmm. You know? Wait. NBD. NBD. No big deal. Oh. Okay. Just you're okay. ready I'm there. for a new I'm one. There. Okay. Ready. So you know that was like that felt f- like freedom. Like I was like Kate. No one else is putting this pressure on you. That's right. You go on a, hey, girl, like, that's a small expense. And I just, and I went in there. I took 30 minutes. I did not, like, go, that, these are all, like, very different. Kate Kate does not usually operate like this. It's usually, like, high level, got to find the exact right thing. I did not. (laughs) I just was, like, you know, and then the kids will put on, like, their little, we have, they each have, like, a little box of, like, their, all their homemade ornaments they make every year, you know. So they hang their little oh, things. Oh, you said y'all can be apart this year. Come I mean, on girl, over. They put they your ornament t- on the tree. You're the worst. <laughs> I am not that bad. I always let them put their things on. But no, listen, that's the mom struggle is that so when hard. my kids decorate the tree, I'm like, oh, they clump. They're Why do they clump? The and Caroline, so she was helping hang little red balls, you know, because she was good at that. But she keep, she hangs them on the bottom bow. Yes. The yes. bottom branch. Yes. Like, ain't nobody want <laughs> So you end up going back and moving them all when 100%. they go to bed. A hundred percent. So I've done a lot better this year about letting the kids help and not going back and fixing it. And, you know, some stuff like I'm that. I'm so proud of you. So I feel like I'm growing. Um, but that's just, I. so I wanted to cast that vision for all of us. Yes. Like, girls. We can do this. Listen, sis. We've got to do this thing right. Do it. Yes. You know, yes. you have the opportunity. Don't go bananas. And if you've already bought all the presents and you see something else, you don't need to buy it. I something else because I do that too, right? Yes. I okay. love it. So we're going to talk about all things. Okay. But here's the thing. We want to make sure that you moms are having fun. <gasps> let's have fun. This Christmas. Let's have fun. Like, let's make it fun. And let's do, you know, let's make the main thing the main thing. Let's not get distracted by nonsense. So we want to help you have a little fun. One of my favorite things around the holiday season is, is a hot chocolate from Starbucks. Is it really? I never get that. Rebecca, it is so good. Is it? Like I and I used to be able to, you know, I can't drink like some sugary things anymore, you know, cuz it makes me feel bad. I used to love all the holiday drinks. I just can't have them anymore cuz don't you What's your favorite? I'm I get the same thing every time. I never go out of the box. Even if, a, even during the holiday just times. a vanilla latte, yes, friend. I am just Simple, try a fun forward. Thing. But isn't it fun when they hand you the holiday cup? Yes, yes. I really like it. Yes. It makes me feel good. Yes. Okay, so moms, we want to make you feel good, so we we're want... giving you a holiday cup. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, you can keep the one Starbucks give you gives you. We're gonna give away five. Um, Starbucks treats to five mamas. And the way that we're going to do this is we want you to leave a rating and review of this podcast. And then you're going to see a post coming up this week. Um, And I want you to comment on that post. And it says um, it's going to say, win a Starbucks holiday drink giveaway. And you just comment where you went and left the review. And you're going to be entered to win. What if they've already left a review? Can you leave another review? Yes. Oh! You can leave multiple reviews. Well, yes, but then you can also just comment on the post, you know, Apple or Google or Amazon, wherever you've already left a review. If you reviewed us two years ago, it still counts. It still counts, girl. <laughs> you already did the good work, and we want you to go and get a holiday treat. And if you get a hot chocolate, please tag me. It makes it gives me such joy. Like I, it's really weird. It's, I start to crave it. I'm so interested in this. I'm going to get one this week. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Get a hot chocolate. I'm going to get a hot chocolate. You're going to thank me for it and okay. love it. Okay. And if you don't, don't tell me. Just if you do, though, tell me. Okay. So let me let's let's talk about it a little bit. So this episode is called. Deck the Walls. because um, we, you know, the song is "Deck the Halls." Yes, Deck the halls with bows of holly, bows of holly, la 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 la. la which I love because I feel like season. if I write a song, yeah. I'm just gonna like, like I'm gonna think of some lines and then just be like, tinga a toot a toot toot you know? Because he's like, <laughs> I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> I think I like the original better. Also, we just watched A Christmas Story. Yes, and you know they go to that Chinese restaurant. Yes, yes, and and I, I feel like in the, I don't, I feel like that would have been canceled in today's culture. A hundred percent. Yes, you know they're singing for sure. For sure. For sure. Yes. So. (laughs) (laughs) but you know it says deck the halls with boughs of holly, so we're calling this deck the walls, deck the walls, because we're talking about all the Christmas traditions, all the decorations, and and all of that, and kind of okay. If we have this new mantra of like we're gonna do this right, like how how what much do we am do? I allowed to do? Okay, <laughs> so tell me, Recca, how do you feel about decorating? Love hate relationship. Okay, because when it's done, I'm so happy. Right, but pulling the boxes out of the uh-huh. attic gives me hives. Yeah. And this year I tried to do that whole thing where as you pull it out, if it doesn't spark joy, that you sit it in the donate pile. Girl! So that I am only putting out the things that I love. <gasps> but the donate pile has been sitting in my garage for a week, two weeks now. And I can't park in the garage, so that doesn't give me joy. <laughs> so I'm like, I think this was supposed to help, but it hasn't yet. So I really, I scaled way back this year. Good but. for you! I was laughing because you said you didn't put up your Radco ornaments, but I haven't put out the nativity yet. And I feel like if I do anything, I need to put out the nativity. You know, it'll just be a special moment. You just didn't want it to get lumped in with everything You're else. You're right. You're right. Okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah. Anytime. It doesn't have to be the first day. Anytime. Yeah, exactly, girl. Okay. So I'm with you. I think we all have this life cycle of decorating because it's like this initial excitement of like, here we go. We're going to put Christmas up. And then you start... Getting things down from the attic, and you're yelling because, you know, the box is coming down too hard or too fast, or... Somebody's going through them when they're not supposed to, and I'm like, get out of that box. We're not there yet. Yes. It's not in order. Yes. Yes. Um, And then, you know, you get a tree put together, and you're like, oh, you no, know... then the lights don't work. Listen, can I tell this story? Please. So, we have a tree in the front of our house. I call it my Jesus tree, because it's all my special Jesus ornaments. Uh-huh. And I plugged it in and the lights didn't work. And they've been going out for a couple of years. You know, you have to like jiggle it and like move it. Last year I had to add like a string in the middle. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it finally kicked, you know, they're not working. So I took the lights off the tree. Now these are like from the store bought it with lights on. So they are on the tree. So it took me over an hour to un. I just these bought lights. a tool that fixes it. Listen, my fingers were all warped from... Rebecca. I know. Okay, but here's the kicker. So I restring it. Don't tell me. Plug it in. Don't tell me. Doesn't work. Come on. And I'm like, what is going on? These are brand new lights. Okay, are you ready? It's on an Alexa timer. <laughs> So in order for me to turn this lamp on that goes on this cord, you have to say, Alexa, turn on the entry lamp. So as soon as I said, Alexa, turn on the entry lamp, those lights came on, which means potentially the original lights worked. And I spent an hour taking them off because I thought they were broken. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have, I hate that for you. So I have a, um, the, the. Garland on the mantle has lights. By the way, can we talk about how everyone has moved to this like natural looking? Yes, whatever sticks and berries. The swag. It's the like swa- a yes. evergreen yes. swag. Yes. Okay. You guys know I'm not going to do that. I I have been committed to this garland that I got from Costco for years. (laughs) It's still holding up. Great. Anyway. So I plugged in only half of it worked and I was like, dang it. And then I plugged in this little tree we put in the front and it didn't work. And I was like, dang it. So I saw a friend had bought the Christmas tree light fixer. Okay. It's this little gun and it works. You just add new lights. Uh, no, you, you put this gun, so you go beep, 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 beep. And whenever it stops beeping, that's how you know which light is out. Oh my goodness. You that's pull, genius. You pull the light out, you do this little, and you like surge it. Yes. You put the light back in, and it works. And it fixed your garland? Yes, dude. Can you buy one for everybody? That's amazing. Uh, maybe that needs to be our next giveaway. <laughs> That's actually, I mean, except that people are done now, man. I've already taken the lights off the tree and put the new string on. I know, okay? girl. I know. I wasn't as successful on this little tree that goes in the front. I i think I actually, like, surged the whole thing because I got a little aggressive with it my... It was like a lightning shock that just sent <laughs> it all away. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure that out. Um, so I, I wanted us to think about, you know, when we think about decorations and... Like, even now, we're talking about multiple trees. Multiple, exactly. Who, we never had a multiple tree in my house growing up. We had one tree? One. No, we did not have multiple no, trees. and now we have multiple trees in our houses. What are we doing? Yes, every room has to be decorated, right? I'm not there yet. Well, okay, but you know, some of us are, and we have all these <laughs> Christmas traditions that we feel like, you know, you just have to do them. It's like they've just, it's like all this has been handed to you, and you just have to carry it, you yes, know? Yes, It's like you become a mom, and someone hands you this, like, 500-pound gorilla, and it's like, this is part of being a mom. And you're like, okay, this is what i fine You know what I mean? And we right. don't, like, ever be like, hmm, that I don't think I like. I don't this want to carry the gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Send them back to the zoo. So I started thinking about like all of these Christmas traditions. Now this is going to be a little bit of a beat down, but think about this. Think about all the things we do at Christmas. Okay? I'm about to feel a little guilty because I probably don't do half of these. No, you do them. Christmas trees. Okay. Lights on the house. Wreaths. Candy canes. So who started celebrating Jesus' birthday? Where you do a cake in the morning? I mean, I'm not trying to hate, but that's like right, a thing. Right. Elf on the shelf. Advent calendars, stockings, Christmas songs, hiding a pickle in a tree, gingerbread houses, watching the Nutcracker, something about Yule Logs. Oh, yeah. And fruitcakes. Yes. Ugly Christmas sweaters, cookies and milk for Santa, visiting Santa, Christmas cards, poinsettias, bell ringers, Christmas concerts and shows, mistletoe. Like, it's a lot, my man. I think I have 25% of those. (laughs) You said a lot of things, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, okay. But you think about like, these are all the things that we're like, you know, I mean, let's not even get started on Christmas cards. I had to decide at some point, like, that's going to be in every other year for the Hendersons. Like, yes. I just cannot do it every year. Yes. You know, because it's a lot getting the picture done. And listen, I'm done. I got the Christmas card this year. I'm done. It's printed, it's sitting on my counter. Half of them are pre-addressed because I was able to do it when I ordered them. I'm so proud of you. I'm on it. Good for you, girl. I did it last year. I just, I'm taking off this year. Listen, and I was inspired by yours last year. So mine is off the Henderson inspiration. That makes me so happy. What do you mean? It's a postcard. (gasps) <gasps> you did a postcard. Yours was a postcard last year, and I was like, yeah. this is genius. Why am I putting things in envelopes? Yeah. Ours is a postcard. I love it. So. And you know what? Ours last year was the first time I just like took a picture of the kids with my iPhone, put it on a postcard, and did it. Like I'm constantly yes. trying to hack this yes. Christmas thing yes, and not be so extra, which I tend to be. So let's talk about a few of these um, traditions. Okay, Elf on the Shelf. So far, Rebecca, according to your social media, you're off to a good start with your elf. Um... What has happened? I've already forgotten the day. (laughs) Oh, we're only a few days into December. So I tried to make Abby lay down on the bed with me and go back to sleep so I could get up and go move it. Yeah. And then she wouldn't. And so Greg had already gotten up and I was trying to like wink at him to like (laughs) come over to me. And I was like, move He was thinking it was something different. He's like, no, she's winking at me. not (laughs) that wink. I need you to move the elf. Okay, but we averted. Crisis averted. We're okay. So, do you know where the elf came from? Do you know when the elf started? It's workshop. No, come on. (laughs) Okay, if you have a little chit-run around, this is be the time to skip or pause. We've already blown it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what year do you think that came out? Um, 2012. 2005. Oh, it's been around that long? Yeah. And more than 13 million elves have been adopted since 2005 when Carol Abersold and her daughter, Shanda Bell, published the book Elf on the Shelf, a Christmas tradition that comes with the toy. Are they like a Christmas family? So this little cutie mom, Carol, started this in her home in the 1970s when her kids were little. She bought this little elf, like it was like a little ornament or something she found, and she would move it around and tell the kids, because probably, I bet her kids were bad. She's like, this elf is watching you. (laughs) That's so amazing to me that there's a legit person yeah, that, she like, came, up, came with it. up with it. Isn't that cute? I kind of want to meet her. I know, She's right? still alive? I, it feels like it. Okay. Yeah, because she would be like our, you know, like, your mom's age. Can we have her on the podcast? <laughs> um, yes, why not? <laughs> but, honestly, she probably gets so much hate. I don't know. People no, love her, hate we it. we won't hate on her. We'll love her? We'll okay, love her. Okay, great. Okay. Candy canes. Everybody knows about candy canes. Um, So they are the number one selling non-chocolate candy during December. Yes, I believe that. They date back to 1670 in Germany. They came here to the United States in 1847 when a German-Swedish immigrant in Worcester, Ohio, placed them on a tree. By the 1950s, an automated candy cane-making machine was inventing, cementing their mass appeal. And now Hallmark makes movies about candy cane companies. (laughs) Every year. So, and my kids actually love candy canes, but they don't like traditional candy canes. They want like the Jolly Rancher candy cane. No, candy no I the... hate the random flavors. What? Yes. <laughs> I am a random flavor hater. Give me the original. <laughs> Do not mess this up. Okay. Okay. Another tradition that I didn't even na- name, I don't think, before was the nativity scene. So, like, but you were talking about the nativity. But, you know, it's popular now in the United States and in churches and stuff, but the U.S. did not popularize the nativity scene. It was actually St. Francis of Assisi who is credited with the first nativity scene in 1223. Yeah. Did he make his own? Well, it's supposedly he, um, let's see, Pope Honorarius, really this is this guy's name, the third, granted St. Francis permission to set up a manger With an ox and a donkey in a cave in the Italian village of Grecio. 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 He then invited villagers to hear him tell the story of Jesus' birth. That's so cool. Isn't that cute? So it's like a life-size nativity. Yeah. Okay. And then somewhere probably along, you know. That's amazing. What do you feel like is the origin of Santa Claus as we talk about traditions? What do you, when you've heard stuff, like what do you think, girl? Uh, Father Christmas, uh-huh. right? Didn't he like go around and put oranges and socks or something? No, yes. no, no. That was like a guy that gave coins to poor kids. Yeah, look something at like you. that. <laughs> I'm mixing up all the all the oranges or coins. I don't remember something. Actually. Dutch. wasn't it Dutch? Girl, you're getting wooden it all. shoes. You're doing great. Okay, so in the U.S. he's Santa Claus. In France he's Père Noël, and in Finland, many celebrate the Yule Goat. We don't have time for that rabbit trail, but okay, that sounds fun. All over the world there are many different interpretations of Saint Nicholas, but the oldest legend of Saint Nicholas dates back to 280 AD in modern-day Turkey. Wait, AD before yeah. before Jesus? Mm-mm. No, after, after death. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but like that's like a real throwback. That's like right past Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. So, in the 3rd and 4th century, St. Nicholas was a bishop in modern-day Turkey who made helping others his life mission, and he caught wind of a family in need. So, the story goes that there was a single father raising three daughters, but realized he didn't have enough money to pay their dowries, and without dowries, they couldn't get married. So, as a poor man, the father wouldn't be able to support his daughters for long, and he feared that they would have to sell their bodies to make money. So, like... (laughs) Things are bad. So, St. Nicholas heard of the family's dilemma, but knew they were too proud to accept handouts. So, to make sure they didn't refuse his generosity, he anonymously gave them gold at night. Some legends say he dropped the gold down the chimney, and the gifts landed in stockings that were laid by the fire to dry. No, no. no! Do not shake your head. While others claim Nicholas himself hopped down the chimney. Listen... But no. Weren't chimneys for fires? Okay. Yeah. Someone either, the father or the daughter, depending on the version of the tale, caught the bishop in the act and thanked him for his help. The gifts were enough for the daughter to marry and live happily ever after. So some say that this is where the tradition of the stockings came from. And this is also the tradition of putting an orange in the stocking because some people say that orange is like the gold oh, that he put okay. in the stockings. Yes. Yeah. Why is there not a Disney movie about this? I, I feel like know. that's got a good plot Disney line. and I are on the outs. Okay. Mistletoe. Have you ever kissed somebody under a mistletoe? No, but I bought an ornament for my tree this year that says kiss me under the mistletoe. Did you really? (laughs) But it's hanging on the tree in an awkward position, so I can't (laughs) get my head under it to kiss anybody. (laughs) So I don't think it's going to work. So that goes back to Celtic legend. And the plant, it's native to Great Britain and Europe, and it's historically thought to bring good luck. So kissing under a mistletoe was a holiday tradition during the Victorian era because they thought it would lead to marriage. Yeah, so I would hang the mistletoe and be like, get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but here's the one I want us to land on for a minute. Let's talk about Christmas trees. Okay, because I uncovered something, girl, I have never heard before in my life. I'm scared. What is it? Listen, you know I've been in a research rabbit hole for days with all this Christmas. Apparently with the Yule Goat, so okay. Yule Goat needs to be a whole (laughs) other episode. (laughs) Okay, so decorated trees date back to Germany in the Middle Ages. Um, with German and other European settlers popularizing Christmas trees in America by the early 19th century. So this this homie name, Mark Carr, opened the first um, U.S. Christmas tree lot in 1851. With real ones, right? Yes. Okay. But a 2019 survey said that 77% of U.S. households display a Christmas tree in their home. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it would be like hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's happening? Who are those third twenty three? What percentage of those do you think are artificial? You know, artificial trees and real trees. Because don't y'all do a real tree? We do, but we didn't this year because they're expensive now. Yeah. Okay. Um and Hobby Lobby was doing sixty percent off. So hey, I'm sorry. Get it. Like, yeah. I, I'm in. Um, I'd say forty percent are real. Okay. So it's actually way less than that. So only nineteen percent are real. Yeah, and 81% are artificial. No way! Yeah. Okay, but let me tell you about, there's all these, listen, ain't nobody really know. Let me just say that now. Right, right. But I actually read multiple articles that reiterated the same thing that I'm about to tell you, because I thought this was wild. So, the modern Christmas tree, though, originated in Western Germany. The main prop of a popular medieval play about Adam and Eve was a paradise tree. It was a fir tree, so they would have this play. Supposedly, December 24th, Christmas Eve, was Adam and Eve Day. It was a holiday. Really? Yes. So they would make this paradise tree. It was a fir tree hung with apples that represented the Garden of Eden. The Germans set up a paradise tree in their homes on December 24th, the religious feast day of Adam and Eve. They hung wafers on it, symbolizing the Eucharist host, you know, like the body of Christ? Yes, yes. Yes. In a later tradition, the wafers were replaced by cookies with various shapes. Candles, symbolic of Christ as the light of the world, were added. And in the same room, they would have some Christmas pyramid. It was a triangular construction of wood that had shelves to hold Christmas figurines and was decorated with evergreens, candles, and a star. By the 16th century, the Christmas pyramid and the Christmas tree had merged, becoming the Christmas tree. So, In Germany? It started in Germany? Yes, but so anyway, it was like a, it was an Adam and Eve tree. Isn't that interesting? Why don't we celebrate Adam and Eve Day anymore? I mean, I feel like we should, right? And it makes me think of, you know, that beautiful art piece that's like Eve and yes. she's touching Mary's yes. belly. Oh, yes.
1: <gasps> you know?
0: so good. Yes. And it just makes me think of that, that it's like Adam and Eve and, you know, the curse is now being redeemed yes. in Christ. I mean, I think that has so much more meaning. I agree. I agree. So, I just thought that was really cool. And the fact that they did a tree with apples, like, yeah. it's kind of a Debbie Downer, a little bit, like, bummer. Why? <laughs> because if you hadn't eaten this, we wouldn't be in this predicament, so <laughs> don't eat the apples, kids. <laughs> it's not going to go well. Eat the wafer. Choose well, the wafer. But, right. But it's actually, like, this beautiful marrying of, like, you know, the curse and redemption. and Are these don't... Germans Christians? So, they're Christians. Yes, my man. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just making sure. We're all on the same page. <laughs> okay. Okay, but so then we have this, like, modern Christmas tree thing. Okay, so so here's what I found. That the image of a decorated Christmas tree with presents underneath has a very specific origin. So an engraving of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert and their children gathering around a Christmas tree, looking at the presents underneath, was published in the Illustrated London News in 1848. And there was this premier women's magazine in America back then called Godie's Ladies Book. Have you ever seen those, like, they have, like, like, little advertisements and stuff from back then? Yes. So they reprinted a version of the image a couple of years later as the Christmas tree. So I need to post this on social so y'all you can see it. You found the picture? It. Yes. Oh, I'd love to see it. But it's the two of them, and they're standing by this decorated Christmas tree with presents underneath. And um, this researcher said, this single image cemented the Christmas tree in the popular consciousness, so much so that by 1861, the year of Albert's death, it was firmly believed that this German prince had transplanted the custom to England with him when he married. So it wasn't until everybody saw this picture throughout London and then it makes it to America that everybody goes, that's the Christmas tree. Right. Right. That's the Christmas tree. We put presents under it. That's what it's supposed to look like. And to this day, that is pretty much like what our Christmas trees look like and what the tradition looks like for all of us. That's fascinating. But so I want us to think about this. So often the things that we're doing is just because we saw someone else doing it. Yes. Like, you know, other people, People in their homes may not have had Christmas trees that look like this. They, you know, it it wasn't until they saw, oh, this is what, this is how the royal family is doing it. Yes. Okay. We have to do it that way. That's right. Right. Yes. And so often I feel like that's how, that is the exact same way that we're doing things. Just because we see a picture of someone doing it a certain way, we go, oh, well, well, they look like they have it together. You know, they're a good mom. Their kids look happy. Right. Yes. So now I have to do those things too. It's until it's not until we see it, right? It's not until I walk into Target and I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know I had to have that, but now I have to have it, you know, right? Um, and especially, you know, we think about how this is leveled up. I I, I know we're always railing on social media, but I, I don't th- I think we can skip it here. Because, you know, we see these reels and these TikToks that come out, and it's like this blank Christmas tree, and then she snaps her fingers, and then it's glowing, and it's filled with decorations, and there's beautiful music. Yes. And, right? Amen. And all we saw was her snap her fingers. But we didn't see this blessed woman go to the store 25 times. The hours she spent putting this tree together, the money that it costs her, right? Right. Right. So we all just ascribe to, oh, I want my thing to look like that. So now I'm going to go and do it. And then it ends up being, gosh, this other thing that we've added on. No, it becomes a beatdown because then yours probably doesn't look like hers. And then you're frustrated because you couldn't attain this picture that you saw. And you're kind of halfway there and you probably spend way more than you should. And it takes away the joy because you're just trying to copy somebody else. Right. Because we feel like, okay, they're doing it. That's how I should do it, right? Because yes. I really think, you know, at the heart of it, man, we just all want to be good moms. We want our kids to be happy. We want them to have a wonderful holiday, you know? We want it to be special. We want to make memories. Yes. yes. We want other people to think we're a good mom. Yes. I mean, you know, there's just so much Agreed. there. Um, but I, I think that in in that in that space, it can just get so maligned, of like, what does it mean to be a good mom? And we can start looking, trying to figure out, okay, I need to look like a good mom because of how she looks. And we start looking outward instead of turning and looking at, okay, what does a good mom mean for me and my family? Yes. Right? Agreed. What does that mean here? I, I want us to think about a, a little bit how how we do that, how we get it right and don't get off course. When I start thinking about all these traditions, I, start, I, I have mixed feelings about them because I think, okay, that sounds fun, but it also sounds like a lot of pressure, right? It's just more things that I have to do and keep up with. Did my kids get candy canes this year? Did we do an advent? You know, was there some kind of elf on the shelf? Did Santa Claus come? Did we have stockings? Did we drink hot chocolate? You know what I mean? Yes, yes. It can be this Christmas checklist that starts to be like so much. Um, and I think we need to change the way that we're thinking about am I a good mom? Was Christmas good? Not by a list of did, did I do what everybody else did, but was this right for my family? Was it? Did it fall within our budget? Do I love it? Okay, then those are the things that are blessed. Those are the things that I want to do. Right? I agree. I agree. Because I think you, f- you find these people that are trying to do these things. I was thinking about this the other day with like all those Christmas light trails and yeah going standing in line to meet Santa Uh and half the time the kids are losing their ever loving mind oh man yeah but you just feel like but we have to do this Uh and so you push through you end up having a horrible time doing it you probably do have a picture to show from it Uh but then the memory is really kind of one of chaos Uh and not enjoyment and so it's almost as if you have to consider the season of your family and Uh whether or not this is actually a good choice for you yeah because I really think that the momentary glory you get on social media for posting is not worth the six hours of headache right. it took to get there. Right. And, you know, could you just go see the Santa at Bass Pro and like call it a day? Listen, I've seen those pictures too. You got to wait in line. I mean, that's not like Sometimes a Sometimes you can hit it just right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But that you figure out, you know, what works for our family. Because let's be honest, we already have a lot going on without it being the holiday season. Like, it's not like moms come into November and December like, oh, I've just been sitting around chilling, so I have plenty of (laughs) extra time to do all these extra things. Yes. You know? So, then we feel like we have to do all these things. And so, listen, you don't have to do any of it. None. Zip. Zero. what if we just, like, eliminated the list? What if we put oranges and shoes again? (laughs) What if we just said... Just said, you know, to heck with the list. I'm just completely erasing it. And now we're only going to add back in the things we want, the things I feel like are important to our family so that we keep our eyes on Jesus. Agreed. We stay within budget. Yes. And we have a peace-filled holiday. Yes. And so I have two scriptures I'd love to share just to help us keep our eyes on those things. One is Galatians one ten, and it says this, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Listen, the heart of it, Christ Mass means the celebration of Christ, right? We are in this beautiful space right now of Advent, of we are between the two comings. The first, the coming of Christ being born and when he will come back. And, you know, I want to steward this time well. I want to be looking for him to come back. I want to help face my children's eyes on the cross, looking for him to come back. That's what I want us to be about. We have this enemy who the Bible tells us he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And he would love nothing more than to steal the glory away from Jesus this Christmas season. Amen, yes. And so who am I trying to please? And I need to stop. This is for me. Am I trying to seek the approval of other moms, of someone in my family, of my kids, or even of myself? Whose approval am I looking for? Because if I'm trying to seek the approval of anyone but Christ, I will be frustrated and disappointed. And the good news is he's already marked me approved. That's right. Yes. God has already said, you are a mama approved. You don't have to do anything to earn it. That's right. And so let's just rest in that and pay attention to when we start feeling anxious and feeling like the pressure and like I got to do these things, where is that coming from? Whose voice in your head is saying, you have to be wear this, or your Christmas tree has to look like this, or your house has to look... Whose voice is that? That's right. If it's not it's from not God, Jesus. Nope. shut it down. Just shut it down. Okay, and here is um, the second one that I love, especially in times like this. This is First Thessalonians 4, 11 through 12. And it says, um, this is Paul talking, and he says, and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs... And to work with your own hands, as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. Listen, your job as a mom is not to be on display for everyone else. Your job as a mom is what's going on inside your own home. To live quietly, to mind your own affairs, right? And in a world of social, that feels very counterintuitive, right? Yes. What will people think of me if I don't post a Christmas picture, What will they think if I don't share stories of us decorating the tree? What if I went to see Santa and nobody knew, right? Yes. You know, could we be about minding our own affairs? So I had a really neat opportunity this last week. Um, I get to do, on Friday mornings, we have a neat thing. It's been a tradition passed on through our elementary schools that kind of started up in this area. But we have something called Girls for God and Promise Makers. So for the 5th and 6th grade, the girls go in one room, and they do Girls for God, and the boys go in the other do- room and do Promise Makers, and so we teach them the Bible, and we pray with them, we have fun and stuff. It has been so neat, Rebecca. This year, our 5th and 6th grade girls, we've had like 40-plus girls in the room every Hallelujah. week. Hallelujah. That's yeah, just it's awesome. it's honestly been amazing. Standing room only, they come in, and it really has been the coolest thing. So this last week, the man that leads Promise Makers had to go out of town. Suddenly, they had a... Um, illness in the family so I said I'll step in I'll, I'll go over there and hang out with the boys and so I went over and we were talking about Christmas and Christmas traditions and you know you usually think of fifth and sixth grade boys as being like I don't know uh goofy and yes. like they don't take stuff seriously and they're kind of like I don't know make fart jokes like I mean that's, yeah, that's what right? I was thinking okay mm-hmm. so I talked to them I was like we're gonna talk about Christmas tell me your favorite Christmas traditions you know not knowing what I was gonna get out of that, right you know right and we went around the room and rebecca let me tell you these two boys i mean these boys there's 20 boys in there every single one of them said one of two things they either talked about advent okay and doing advent with their families and opening reading the scriptures every day with their families or opening an envelope and reading a scripture uh-huh. or they talked about advent about reading the bible with their families four boys specifically that is exactly what they said wow and you know what the other boys said? They said decorating with our families. They wanted to be part of doing the decorating. They looked forward to it. They liked it. They liked help getting down the tree. They liked hanging up the um, the garland. They liked putting the ornaments on. You know what I mean? Yes. And I thought, how simple is that? If, if these are the two things that are standing out to these kids, wow. Okay, I need to keep that in mind for my own family. right. These, these are the things that really matter. And those are things that like, yeah, I don't have to make sure that we drive around and look at Christmas lights and drink hot cocoa. Okay, they like that. But like, Kate, let's, let's like get your mind right. What really matters? Okay, Advent matters because we are talking about Jesus in our homes and getting our hearts ready for him. Amen. And the decorations are fun because we're, we're creating this um, celebration and saying, Jesus, light of the world, we welcome you. We are ready to celebrate you. Right? So, like, if I could just get it down to what really matters, I can do those things. And I should not move the ornaments after they go to bed. <laughs> so, moms, that's our challenge for you today and for us, that we would think about, okay, as leaders in our homes, how can we do this thing right? How can we be about what really matters? And we get to be the pace setters. And so let's think about it. And if something doesn't really matter, let's let it go. Let's just let it go. And could we help bring Jesus into our homes, point our children's faces toward Jesus, keep our own eyes on Jesus? Like, what does that look like? Could we spend less money going to, you know, a Christmas tree extravaganza and instead, like, read a book with our kids at home? Oh, they would love that. Yes. You know? Yes. So... I'm just fighting for the simplicity, the beauty. The traditions are wonderful, but how can we find the calm and the chaos, let go of the comparison mm-hmm. as we do these mm-hmm. customs, and just find Jesus? I love it. We love you so much, moms. We hope that you really will go leave a rating and review so that we can give you a Starbucks drink so you can have some joy and some fun and make sure to care, take care of yourself this Christmas season. Love you, moms.